a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Mike, check two. Check one, two, check one, two. Check three, four, check three, four. Oh, wow. Good volume. Yeah. Good, uh, good. good levels All for right. you, which is rare. Cause it I is, because I'm very a, uh, slow. You're soft-spoken. I'm, I'm very soft I'm like, hey, listen, guys, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. All right, so here. you need me a little bit more louder, <clears throat> even more though louder. I don't get loud. More louder. <laughs> more loud, more louder. Fuck, is this like no, Jeff, get, Jeff Foxworthy louder? I don't want to get a noise complaint. I mean, I don't want to get a noise complaint. Shit. All right, fine. Um, because <clears throat> I had three, and we don't want to talk about yeah. how that happened. Actually, we do. No, we don't. We don't. Yeah. No. So anyway, we'll get that story later. Maybe. So anyway, uh, Five everybody, minutes, wait. Ten minutes. <laughs> Fifteen minutes. Well, uh, <laughs> so if you can't tell uh, behind bars, barbarians, um, that's Chance the author. Uh, welcome to episode three of Counterpoints. Hey, hey, hey. And we got Chance here. We're going to talk about uh, his interview, what he thought of it, uh, if he regretted anything, if he forgot anything. Uh, any other sort of thoughts on his interview, uh, and anything that's kind of happened to him since we last spoke? A lot. A lot. A lot. All right, Chance. What's going on, buddy? How are you? What's up? What's up? How are you doing, man? Missed oh. you. Oh, missed you, buddy. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah, you've had Sad. many changes that have befallen you. <sighs> I've been busy, to say the least. Changing um, jobs, acting in any more shows? Uh, no, but. Never say never, right? Oh, no, absolutely. You'll be back in. I still have to see the episode. I'm waiting for it to come out on Netflix because I'm, I'm cheap. I give the best shoulder of 2021. Nice. Guaranteed. Nice. All right. Guaranteed. Like, that's Is that when category. you shot 2021? Is that yeah. when you shot? 2021. No. Oh, wow. All right. That's actually a pretty actually, fast turnaround um, for a show. For both, actually. Uh, for Yellowstone and for uh, Better Call Saul. Nice. Yeah. Um... So let's get to it, man. Your interview. We, we covered you on Shit. Better Call Saul. We yeah, covered you doing right. treasure hunting. Forest fan. Yep. Yeah. We did the serial killer. Yeah. Wayne Nance. We yep. did the Prince show. Uh, yeah. Prince. It's just the symbol. And uh, just the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> what else did we do that we didn't talk about? Um, well, here's the thing, right? I'm supposed to talk about like, oh, man, you know, I wish... What I wish is that I didn't have as much ADHD as I actually still do today. Do you not have Adderall? I do. Do you um, not take it? It, it? So, funny story is, yes, uh, it, I've taken Adderall now for 17 years, and it's actually changed my life in, in the greatest way, right? Um, because I needed it from a long time ago. And my parents knew when I was younger that I was definitely ADHD. Um, but oh, yeah, just, you must have been a handful, dude. You're all over yeah, the place. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Correct, yep. Yeah. And, and so 
imagine my wife who's been married to me for a long time um, having to deal with that person that she loves but then finally when the medicine works and she's like holy shit that works yeah it was good um I used to have a script and then uh, something happened where I don't have the script anymore and you can probably fill in the blanks on why I don't have the script. Drugs. <laughs> I wasn't expecting <laughs> to have to pee in a cup. Anyway. Damn yeah, damn it. I miss it. But I've been uh, functioning without it for like five months now. And I think I'm, I'm, I got it under control. I'm good. Good man. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, now that we've talked about Adderall, never makes me feel bad at all. Um, so what did you think of your interview overall? I'm going to tell you, it had a tremendous response. We had a lot of listeners. Uh, it's up there. It's in probably the top five shows. I was actually, um, what I did do was, I, you know, talk to people close to me and had them listen to it. And they gave me really good feedback. Nothing bad ever. I mean, you know, these are friends who are going to give me shit no matter what. And that's when I kind of knew that, you know, that something was good. It was good. Um, so I listened to it. It, it took me... I, maybe a month after you did it, even though I was probably bugging you for it. It was more just for, you know, people I knew. When I finally listened to it, I was like, yeah, yeah, it actually worked out. I, I hate my voice, you know, right? I think a lot of Everybody people say says that. that. Yeah. They, they go, I can't right? believe I sound like that. Uh, my buddy Jesse, uh, when he recorded it and he told the same story nine times, because he always does that, he never realized that he did that because people are always just polite and they nod and pretend it's like the first time they heard the story. Sure. He goes, I'm going to quit drinking. And right. he quit drinking for like two weeks because he was so like shocked and like appalled at like the way he communicates when he's under the influence. So, yeah, you have that reaction. Like, I don't like my voice. I say a lot of, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, you know, people just, you're not aware, you know. It's all little things that, you know, probably people that pick apart or regularly, actually, people wouldn't know or care about. But it's something you're like, oh, I see that. I hear that. Wow. But I will say that was one of the most edited of all the episodes. I think we did like an hour and 20 and I got it down to 40. ADHD. Yeah, it's audio. They got to hear you. They got to hear you, buddy. ADHD. Yeah. Let's wow, go. wow, wow, wow. Um, so yeah, ACDC. Um, <laughs> I was listening to ACDC, that song, Thunderstruck. Yes, it's then a great it, song. Then it occurred to me, ACDC, you can't get struck by thunder. It's lightning. Ah, it's lightning right He's now. wearing that schoolboy uniform, but he's clearly skipping science class. Oh, hey, speaking of which, since we're doing counterpoints. Yeah. So I don't think we talked about this, and you might know this from reading my book. I'm not saying you read my book. I'm not saying you remember oh, it. Oh, I read, I read it. It's great. Um, but neither here nor there, right? Uh, Strange Paths We All Follow by Chance J.J. Edrick. Um, Available everywhere books are sold. Esquire. Uh, and so, you know, one of those things when you think kind of back on, on the days and thinking, damn it, now we're going to have to edit because Derek's stuff hits right now. Hold on. And, uh, <laughs> I disagree. Oh, so this is where it gets Oh, my neighbor's going to hate that. So what were we talking about? <laughs> no, they hate it even more. I'm um, moving the buzzer. Yeah. So. So you had a good night tonight. You came in. Uh, down yeah, about yeah, 11 yeah. beers. Was it that many? It was that many. Shit. Sometimes I don't do that. So I haven't actually. Here's a funny I'm thing. I'm impressed, dude. I can't do that. I, I actually pretty much stopped drinking. And maybe uh, we talked about this at the end of my podcast. Maybe this all fits on that. I don't think so, though. But because um, I think we started on the. But. I, I really haven't been drinking. Like, it's been kind of nice. It's been um, kind of less travel, less stuff in my life. And, you know, 
I don't need to drink at home. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy at home. So it, it's been very nice. What's kind of sucks is that, um, update, uh, I, I got a job from another job, and that job probably is going to lead me to drink again. Is it? You know, I've always it's said, like, that's why I've been able to bartend for so long is because I don't really drink. Because I, I just, alcohol to me is like a primitive drug. They've, it's been around since forever. They figured it out early. It's poison. It is. It makes you clumsy, embarrassed, like ashamed Stupid. the next day. You got to put together your life like Jason Bourne the next morning. You're like, like, oh God, did I? Oh yeah. God. And then at two o'clock, the apology texts start going out when you look at your phone. You get your receipts. Unless did you did dead, you bring your phone? You did you lose it? Really apologize. I just don't dead. like it. It's yeah. too late to apologize. Too, too late. late to apologize. He always misses that first too syllable. Late. Yeah. Um, is that good audio, bad audio? No, it's great here, audio. Here audio, there audio. Yeah, yeah you got hit it. the note. Um, so you got the new job, and it's going to drive you to drink. Mm-hmm. All right. Has drove me to drink. What is your with, job? With Greg. I don't here's, even know. Here's the great thing about my job is that no one in my life, and I've done the same job for 20-some years, but no one in my life knows what I do. Like, I don't know what you do. Right. Do I you know. know what you do? I mean, I, I have a fair conception of what I do. And I have to like tell people that I do that so that it falls within certain regulations. But you don't actually do what you say you do. No, I actually do. I actually. I oh, do. you do? Okay. Because I have this theory about like, really like when you job, go like, on a job interview, how you always lie. And then like. Oh, like um, what's the guy with Congress? Oh, everybody in Congress. Yeah. Um, but the most recent guy in Congress, what you're talking about. Yeah. But like yeah. nobody does like what they said they were going to do no. or like what was like their job description. You don't they really did not do that. wrangle eight UFOs. That is. Incorrect, folks. Do yeah. you not believe that shit? I don't believe it. No, miss, I totally believe in miss, UFOs. Miss, oh, uh, no, I believe in UFOs, but don't believe when he said he wrangled eight. He no. probably couldn't even wrangle one. No. As UFO wranglings go, <sighs> eight's a lot. Yeah. Um, eight but is enough. Back to the... Uh, oh, hey, back to the interview. Yeah, I, I have yeah, something. That's what we want to talk about. Yeah, I have something I need to clear up. Okay, that, let's clear it up. That, that um, Greg... Correction corner. Yeah, correction corner on the countertop. Yeah, on at the counterpoint. Cor- correction corner on the Corian countertop. Yes. What's the correction? So you made a quip about um, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. And Monica Lewinsky? Who's yeah, that? Oh, you mean Monica Lewinsky? Yeah, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> hi, Kalonica. Yeah, hi. Yes. Her. Okay. You made a joke and it had to do with, you know. Oh, yeah, when you were working in, in Washington. In D.C. Yeah. You know, like, how many blowjobs did you give? Well, I'll be honest with you. Probably half of my viewership came from that joke. Oh, wow. So, uh, that's so funny. Which is we weird because we don't even do a visual podcast. So, to have viewership is amazing. Yeah. Oh, do you mean listenership? Yeah, listenership. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Okay, so wait. Half the audience like, liked that joke? Yeah. Well, they just liked that you told that about me. Because oh, apparently okay, half of the fucking people I know think that I just give blowjobs at the fucking White House. Oh, nice. And that's not true. No, it's not true. But if you're going to give blowjobs, you want to give them in the White House. Yellow House is cool. Fucking Black House is yeah, cool. Like the way you... Yeah. Why do you... Blowjobs are cool anywhere. Do not regulate to house colors. No. Anyways, I just want to point something out and make something clear. No, I do not know Bill Clinton. And no... I do not own a blue dress, so please stop sending me death threats and bad Instagram tweets. You know, you bad know, Instagram you know, tweets? Yeah, you amazing. know who you are, dude. You know what was great, too? Like the Freudian slip, you said, I do not know Blue Clinton. 
Yes. Like you blew Clinton. Right, his brother. There it is again. His famous brother blew. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Oh, Roger. Roger's the, yeah, he's the, well, he's Roger the Jeb Bush of was the Yeah, he, exactly. He was the middle. Um, but Blue was a real badass. Like, actually, not your viewers are going to be interested in this, but here's the true tidbit, viewers. Um, seniors. Listeners. What yeah, listeners. God, we're going to get those right someday. Um, people who are here with us philosophically. Um, yeah, it's pretty amazing, but um, I forgot what I was totally going on and talking to you about. So we'll get we're back to that. We're talking about Bill Clinton. We're yes. talking about you. Blues, 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 clues, bam, These are boom, clues. boom. Damn it, still lost it. Oh, God, your brain is like a ride at Disney. Yeah. It I is. love it. Yeah, it really is. It works like uh, never enter like a pinball machine. Yeah, like you make connections mm-hmm. sideways. Like yeah. I make them sideways, but I can I can see like your pathways kind of connecting and disconnecting, and like the focus goes. It's pretty interesting. I'd like to take this uh, next thirty seconds, yeah. as an advertisement to my wife, and this is to say sorry because everything Greg said, you've lived through and knew that and stuff. The last seven years with Adderall has been a lot better. Yeah. Adderall never makes me feel bad at all. Boom, boom. So, is she gonna hear this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and and well, you have to be a patron. It's on Patreon. <sighs> Fuck. I'll give you the file. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, or or just make this episode fifty three. Who cares, right? It's got three exclamation points. <sighs> so, um, we were talking about something that. Um, yeah. We weren't going to talk about. Right. Let's never talk about that again. I think I might talk about it. Let's talk about it this time. So Uh yesterday marks the day of freedom for me after a two-month odyssey. Fuck, Greg. Should I do this? Yeah. And so here's the real deal, listener, senior, person on the other side of this voice. Greg has lived many, 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 many lives. Um, as you've heard, and hopefully you've gone back. And in case you haven't Patreon, Patreon, because guys put his heart and soul in there, dude. I mean, I, I Patreon six times already this week. So you can Patreon <laughs> one time. So, dude, you got to understand, Greg's put his heart and soul in all this. And you got to know that. <laughs> you gotta know that well, oh suspense dramatic pause what do we gotta know some shit that I'm gonna talk about eventually but not right now okay well I was gonna talk about my house guest man she's so I had a house guest for two months uh, I tried to do a good deed for someone uh, and I learned that. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back for a second. Okay. Explain the good deed you did. In I, your opinion. I had a friend who had fallen on hard times, like I had, in L.A. And someone reached out and helped me out and gave me a place to stay. And I, you know, got my life going again and picked up from, you know, and started over. Yep. And so I figured, like, it was my... Pay it forward. Pay it forward. I should do the same for this person who'd been a friend of mine for a long time. And I offered my place as a place to stay. And I said three months, you know, and then, you know, get a job. Because that's how long it took me to, like, really just get on my feet and be, like, ready to fly out of the nest. You know what I mean? 
And after two months, there was no progress. And then I realized this person was beyond my help uh, due to, like, uh, let's say, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a uh, true trial for two months. Like, I, I saw a lot of weird shit that became normalized. I just roll with it. Uh, a lot of, um, I don't know if I should get into the specifics. You should. <laughs> I should. Sure, yeah. I mean, there was like... Maybe not specific, but to the point, right? You know. I mean, there was just weird shit. Like, weird, weird, bizarre behavior that I've never seen that I was just like, wow, I can't help this person. This person is... And you fucking lived in L.A. with some unique people. And I've done a lot of weird shit. And this was like beyond anything I've ever like dealt with. I'm talking like... Allegedly. Downward dog yoga poses for an hour with an apple in their mouth because they had TMJ with a vibrator in their ear because they thought there was a chip implanted in there to the point where there would be like, oh, oh, and it was called an eargasm because it felt like it was relieving the pain. And then like self-flagellation with like a dominatrix whip, like all this stuff was going on in my, right and here like, yeah, in my apartment, right here at the counters. We're yeah, we're right, right, folks, we're, right we're behind filled, the, yeah, we're, right behind the yeah. counter at counterpoints. And uh, and then eventually it all came to a head um, yesterday, and five cops and two mental health workers later, I have my place back. Like to myself, and so I celebrated by taking uh, LSD and going to see Avatar two last night, and I was like joyous. It was the best time. I didn't even know I was tripping because of like the color and the light and the shots was so um, so much stimulus, like so overwhelming that I didn't even know I was tripping until I like took a pee break. It's three and a half hours. Yeah, and I got up and I was like wobbly, and all of a sudden I started seeing all the kaleidoscope patterns, and I was trying to get to the bathroom. Oh my god, tripping face! But like you know, and as far as the movie goes. Avatar 2 is basically like porn because you're not in it for the script. You're in it for the visuals. You know what I mean? Because yep. the story was redonkulous. redonkulous. It was the first fucking film, right? Well, this, they set it up for another sequel. Yeah, and I just... It was just ridiculous. But man, if you see it, definitely take some uh, psychedelics. Some shrooms, some L, LSD, some Lucy, whatever. Not that I advocate doing drugs, so I'm going to take back everything I just said. Just go see it. Enjoy uh, however you choose to enjoy things. Um, but yeah, definitely take some hallucinogenics. But uh, so I highly recommend it for you, buddy. I don't know if you are into that sort of thing, but I can't. You know, I love hallucinogenics. I love hallucinogens. I think. Yeah. Sorry, I messed that up. Yeah, I love everything, fungus, all that stuff. But um, do you know um, how much space you need to grow fungus? Yeah, as uh, mushroom as possible. <sighs> Da, 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 da. To see that one coming. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so you can't take them? No, I can because um, I'm an adult and I can do what I want. But <laughs> besides that point, <laughs> besides that, mommy's going to be mad at you. No, my you know my wife has seen me on mushrooms. My wife has seen me on um, uh, Molly. My wife has seen me. On um, Budweiser. I've never seen you on Molly. I think that's going to be hilarious. Uh, I mean, you know, honestly, Molly's probably something I should take daily. That's, okay. That that that's like someone's anxiety pills, or um, that's true, like for PTSD and stuff, psilocybin, I, I don't uh, really MDMA. Like, I should have some PTSD because I've been some interesting things in my life, but I don't think I have PTSD. I have been hit by lightning twice. Maybe we discussed that before. You got hit by lightning twice. 
Come on, stop it. Not even like I shouldn't have made that Thunderstruck joke. Are you serious? I'm, I'm I need to know this. Tell, tell, tell me this story. All right. So here we go. Were you on a golf um, course or something? Uh, so not quite. Um, this either, is amazing. Yeah, not not e- either what either one. Okay, so here's the deal. All right, water break. All right, go ahead. First one was um, when I was like six years old. So I would have been like kindergarten, right? Yeah, first grade, first grade around there. Yeah. And kind of where we grew up um, in the wilds of Montana, we had a lot of free time in areas that were unincorporated. We didn't have a lot of like subdivisions. Anyways, we went to a lot of field stuff, played a lot of fields. And one time we were playing the field, and it was just innocent. We were just something we did all the time, a tag or something like that. And when we were on our kind of way, we found everyone. We were like, oh, man, the, the clouds are really weird. Like, they're this green. Like, we've never seen it like this as green. kids, right? Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, it was like a thunderstorm, lightning storm. And so um, it started, I wouldn't say raining bolts, but kind of like they were pretty quick. Like, and we were, I mean, you know, a half mile from our house um, where we lived up in this big dirt lot. And as we're coming through a dirt lot... Um, as we found out, like uh, a bolt hit in front of us, probably like, I don't know, let's say 1,500 feet. So to, so not close, but pretty close. That's close. Right? That's too close. For yeah. Me. I mean, we could hear it, right? It knocked us, uh, the three of us on our ass. And Really? Like the, the concussion from the blast? So what we found out is where it hit, it travels through ground, right? And so we got... A lesser, but still a big hit from whatever you know was traveling the ground, and that's what knocked us on our ass. But it was also far enough away that the main electricity that probably would have killed us was already dispersed by the time it got to us. Right. So that was the first time I yeah. was hit by lightning. Right. So second time I was hit hit by lightning. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Um, I'm just marveling that this didn't make the first interview. But go ahead. Well, we'll call this 54. This is the 54th in other interview so um the time on that one um was pretty crazy it's kind of like um what you and i are doing tonight but a little little bit more um just in the fact of like it was more uh, philosophical so I'm, i'm with a good buddy of mine from college and we're leaving to go um intern in dc and this is back when interns were good and didn't do BJ's you know, right, yeah. Yeah. Did other jobs, confirm, not blow. no blow jobs, no you know, things on blue dresses. Um, fun, we had a good time, but on the way out, right, we were driving, and um, my buddy he was he was a little bit of a pothead, and um, he's like, Hey, let's get a bunch of pot and drive out. It's a week, right? We're gonna drive out, we're gonna go to see our buddy in Nantucket, and we're gonna stop in Chicago to my cousin. Like, all right, I said, Well, yeah, that's cool, man. Just um, we've obviously smoked before, but I said, I, I, you know, I'm leaving what was now my wife at that time. Like, she's my girlfriend, but it, now my wife. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm leaving for three months. And I, you know, things hard and whatever. So we leave out, and, and I stayed up with my wife super, super late, right? And just talking about Beethoven and... Um, you know what Beethoven's favorite no, fruit was? We were totally fucking. So we were having a good time and we were done. And so I had to go. And I only had like two hours of sleep because we'd been up for so long. And um, 
go out and my buddy and sure enough dude he found somehow and this guy super nerd awesome kid but he found a fucking like pound of weed uh-huh. for us to drive from Missoula, Montana to um, basically Washington, D.C. Yeah, with the oh, we're going to go up to Nantucket and stuff, right? Yeah. And um, we got stoned the whole fucking way. And here's what saved our life. Um, second time, I got hit by lightning. That's it. Sorry, I had to get up to that point. But um, <laughs> and there was some fucking shenanigans there, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, so trip. here we are. The next day, we're on the, on the way out. And, you know, we, we get the stupid fucking alarm at, like, noon. And my buddy's driving because I got a little fucked up. And I'm going to take a little nap. And he's, he's driving out. And he's like, yeah, so we got some really bad storms coming up in, like, Pennsylvania. Because that's kind of where we're at. We're up through Minnesota and on the Great Lakes. And it's like, but it's probably fine. You know, I'm like, we're from Montana, dude. We have fucking blizzards, right? That yeah, one yeah, fucking time of year. Harsh weather. We know. Yeah. Right. And so, sure enough, like an hour later, he wakes me up. He's like, hey, man, just look outside. Now, to be fair, he wakes me up and he hands me a uh, bolt, right? Because he's been smoking the whole way. He's driving, by the way. Nice. <laughs> and we're just outside of Pennsylvania on the bottom half of, uh, what is that, like Spear or whatever's down there. And so we're coming up. And it is weird. Like, I wake up, and this is like our, so let's call it, it's like 1.30 in the afternoon in Pennsylvania, which should be like sunshiny, but it's black. And like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't register. But as I come out of it and kind of figure it out, I do see the green clouds that he's talking about. He's like, yeah, man. He goes, I think we're in the fucking tornado. <laughs> Jesus. Right. And so I'm like, I thanks for waking me up. I mean, I could have slept with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate, <laughs> yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, the plane's gonna thanks, crash. man. No, right. yeah. We're almost there. We're yeah. 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 So, um, like, okay, well, it was just let's keep going. I mean, what what do we do? He's like, yeah, I know. What do we do? I mean, just that's it. Well, if you're there. in the car, you're safe. Sorta. So, um, actually, the cage yes. and the rubber tires. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. So that that what Greg says is true, but. When you're not safe is when there's an E4 just bouncing around. Oh, yeah, around. tornado, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> from the Midwest, you get that? So we, as we're driving by, and they're like honking on the thing, and I'm woken up now. Dude, we were at Erie, Pennsylvania. We saw the sign, and they said, you need to get out of that area. There's an F4. And we look over, and it probably was an F5, honestly. It was a big, like, you could see it. It was so far away that... You know, two stupid Montana kids were like, whatever, that's not going to hit us. But not knowing how know, quickly yeah, that goes, right? We have no idea, right? Yeah. And we're in this vortex of just shit, right? Like, but then it stops. There's no rain. There's no, um, the only thing there is is lightning just going thump, thump, thump. And it's like every two seconds, right? It's this weird electricity cloud. Well, we found out later that we were in the vortex of the E4 oh or 5, right? Even though it was, you know, far away that we couldn't see. It was an F5. It was an MF. It was so big, right? <laughs> that the cloud thing, right? It was an mf Yeah. So, um, there's nothing we do. We just keep driving. And that's what we did. We just kept driving. And he's like, well, fuck, what do you do? Here. I'm like, here, just hit this. So we hit the weed a little bit more. <laughs> uh, I was not driving. No, I, I need it. to verify. No, I get it. I get it. I would have done it. To this day, I swear on my life. I mean, listen, I'm, I will talk about my 
19 lives some other day but this one was for sure like what am i nine right um as he's telling me this and my feet are up on the on the, my little acra integra and it's 1 30 but just dark black out right and we can not see the tornado but we can see the lightning of thump 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 we get to the edge of the storm and it's not even within 30 seconds of what i'm talking about and it's like sideways rain like you can't see like you, you can't even put a wiper of that fast right and it's just crazy like how it just went boom boom like that right and as we hit the fuck and, and to be fair there's a couple of cars ahead of us right we, we didn't know them but there's just everyone's going 60 when you could be going 90 but you just everyone's slow and kind of figuring out well as we um get uh through right pretty much about 10 seconds after all that fucking storm wind all of a sudden boom and it sounded like a shotgun went off in in our car in like the the compact area and to this day, the only reason I'm here talking to you and telling the story is because my friend was so stoned that his reaction time was zero. So when he thought I was playing with a, I, and I, to be fair, uh, listener, senior, um, I was playing with, uh, 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 you know, a lighter. You can make it bigger and make the flame bigger and stuff. And I was doing that in the car just because I was stoned, um, really stoned. And so... I was doing that, and he was watching me kind of make it. So he thought that I messed with it too much. And, and it exploded? exploded. Because it sounded like a shotgun went off in It's the weird car. how your brain will put together, like, you try to, like, rationalize stuff. You're like, oh, that couldn't have been what actually happened. Right. It's like, oh, it must have been this. And it happens like that. Like, when you're halfway in a dream or out, you hear a noise and it incorporates totally. into your dream. Yep. So he thought you exploded the lighter. And, and he literally turned over... And looked at me thinking that I was going to be like badly burned, like Michael Jackson Pepsi scars, right? <laughs> That's terrible. Keeping the references current. Um, yeah, keeping the references current for sure. We're going to talk about Biggie Smalls later. So, um, and, and sure enough, he looked at me and he's like, oh, you're not, you're, you're the guy that I just saw a minute ago. And this is very informal. I had the faucet running during the recording. Totally understandable. Um, so, <laughs> no good. She's back. Oh, so um, they're back. At the end of the day, um, we figured it out as we pulled off slowly. Well, I mean, literally, my buddy's probably going ninety-five in all this stuff, which that's insane. Yeah, and, and no, it you is. Can't in see, my the little, wiper blades can't keep up. And this is a again. 20 plus years ago in my Acura Integra that was probably 20 years to that. That's a life right there, just <laughs> right. the driving alone like that. So um, we pull over and luckily one of the people in front of us actually pulled over and they're like, oh my God, are you guys okay? Because we, we got out, right? And it was, we got out, I'm on this side, that, that side. We realized we were fine, but we also realized like my car, the hood, my Integra was smoking. Like it was fucking just strip smoke came from my hood. And this guy comes out from um, in front of us in the car and he's like, hey, are you guys okay? And we're like, yeah, what? We're high. We don't know that a shotgun didn't go off in our car. We have no clue. We're just like, and they saw it. Right, and they saw it. And they're like, yeah, we saw the lightning. It hit your fucking car and illuminated the whole fucking valley. <laughs> and it was, right? But because we were on rubber tires. Yeah, because exactly. we were in That's a Faraday carriage, rubber, right? It's like a moving insulator. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And it's a ground. 
and and the same with the first time uh, same with the first time i got hit it traveled to the ground so far that yeah if we were closer maybe it could have been some damage but it was so far right that it just knocked us on our ass so that is how i've been hit by lightning twice wow dude you should play the lottery well, I, you kind of do have those like insane, yeah, like against all odds moments. I do like, pretty um, common. Oh, that was one thing. Oh, and that's fucking scary. Looking at the clock right there, right? It says what eleven thirty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to tell Why you about the eleven-mile challenge. Okay. That's something, and this is how we all of a sudden get into episode fifty-four. Okay, eleven-mile challenge. Mm-hmm. Let's go. This is new. This is something I I don't think you and I have had a chance to talk about. Um, so, I absolutely um, love the paranormal. Uh, I, do I believe in it? Actually, I kind of do. I do too. There's too many stories. And there, too many it, things weird that things, can't right? Be yeah, right. I, I agree. But then you know you get the stupid internet stuff. They're like, oh my god, you just put in deep fake. But I, I do believe in it, and and I probably have um, as you know my first book and a little bit of my second book have pointed out. I may have searched it out a little bit. Just to test the waters and validity. Um, Stormy got into that too, like all last year during COVID too. She did the spooky babes, where her and her friends would go to like these haunted the places, worst haunted and places, and do like the paranormal places. investigation yeah. stuff. And like she's showing me like camera footage, and there's just like weird like anomalies that appear like yeah. on the video. It's like oh my god, like there's something. Like the hotel Jerome in Aspen where I work was haunted. The Water Boy. Where it's like this kid was like left unattended by his parents in, in one of the hotel rooms and drowned in the bathtub <gasps> way back when. Like Elise Lamb? And like you always get reports of like the water turning on in the room on its own and stuff like that. And then like, like dude, when I would close at night, going into the kitchen was so spooky, dude. Like you could feel something, you know. Here we go. All right. So Greg just led, led us into a perfect um, area. So let's tell each other, you first the greatest your greatest ghost story like i don't care how long it is i don't care if it's 20 minutes i don't care if it's two minutes right tell me your greatest ghost story and, and let's l- listen l- listener senior um carabiner all right super greener so uh so i'm 13 years old okay and uh, my best friend at the time teddy we're like uh you know always sleeping over each other's houses wait 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 Ruxpin? No. Ah, I don't know if I should say his last name. I don't know. So it was my best friend, Teddy. Puckspin. Uh, Puckspin. We uh, were messing around with like paranormal and occult stuff because we're 13. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so I'm not going to get into years here, but tell me how you're messing around with paranormal. Uh, I don't want it because I feel like every time I tell the story. You're like, doing full, like crucifixes upside down. No, you Ouija board. Like, Ouija board. Oh, okay. Ouija board yeah, stuff. Dude, beginner stuff. All right. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So we were like, you know, freaking ourselves out all mm-hmm. the time. All right. And then uh, one night, I'm sleeping over his house, and this is what goes down. We're playing Ouija board all night. We're, we're spooked. We're watching horror movies in the background. And Give me some background on the horror movies. What we were, were watching uh, Ouija. We were watching, uh, oh God, what was the name of that movie? Of Truth or Dare. That was a horrible Ouija. one. Ouija. Yeah, the one with uh, Tawny Katane, David uh, Coverdale's wife from Whitesnake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Tawny. Like she got stuck in her shower and the glass wouldn't open the door and then the water turned on really hot and like she couldn't get out and so she had to like crash through the glass and cut herself all over the place. Like that was one of the scenes. But I hate when my nudity is mixed with like violence and blood. Like I don't like that. But that's horror movies because like 
the virginal person never gets killed. They always survive to the end. It's the people that do drugs and have sex that always get punished and killed and murdered first. And they win. And always with a phallus of some kind, like a knife or like a so You know what I mean? It's always like, it's like a sexual killing. Anyway, moving on. So we're, we're freaked out and it's time to go to bed. It's like three in the morning, the devil's hour. Of course. So, for sure. We, uh, I sleep on the floor. He's in his bed. He's like, hey, can you shut off the light? And it's on the opposite side of the room. Before I get up and shut off the light, the light turns out on its own. Then this like poster of Lita Ford where she's in that like catwalk pose with her guitar, but she's like topless. Like that thing comes off the wall and it's not near either of us like reach. And, and then how, we start hearing all this like... How is this attached to the wall? Like pushpins. A lot of pushpins? Four. Four tacks on each, in each corner. So, uh, you know, a strong gale isn't going to get rid of that thing. But we're also in a basement bedroom with the window shut, so there's no wind blowing through. Not a lot of gales. Got it. Not a lot of gales. So, um, then we start hearing all this clatter outside. Like, there's just, like, just ruckus. Can you describe the ruckus, sir? It sounded like pots and pans and shit like that. Like, there was a lot of stuff under the, under the stairs in the little closet because it's a basement like finished basement bedroom where he is mm-hmm. and uh, we get freaked out like that's it someone's in the house something is in the house so we grab bibles and knives and we are going to go out and like kill whatever is out there we don't know and so being the brave soul Wait, that I am stop yeah. no let's go back here for a second because that we needed to address that yeah bibles and knives bibles and knives okay so how big are the knives Teddy's got, the, Teddy's got like the Rambo one, like the hunting yeah, one with the yeah, compass so underneath it with the serrated edge. Like a cave art. And I've got like a, I don't know, like a four inch buck knife. Hmm. A flippy. Got it. Yeah. So we're ready to go. Being the brave soul that I am, I let Teddy go first. So He's I'm right behind him. Knife. He's got the bigger knife. Yeah. And so bigger, bigger body. No, he's actually, not, he was like smaller than me, but like, he, you know, so, yeah. 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 Bigger defense move. Got it. So. He, uh, we go for the door. We're like, you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. He opens the door and we both see this flash of light. And he gets so scared. He throws his arms up like, like behind him and I'm right behind him. And that's when the knife was coming at my eye and I turned my face just in time and he sliced my face. That's how I got this scar on my face. No. Yes. True story. True story. I'm not lying. This is how I got the scar on my face. I never tell the story, but that's how I got stabbed. And I had to get like, uh, you know, my poor mom gets a phone. He's like, did I get you? I'm like, I don't know. I couldn't feel anything. All of a sudden, I just felt warm, wet yeah. all over me. Blood just spilled down me. Like it was in my waistband, in my underwear. It was between my toes. And listeners, listener, um, listener. So it, just so you can understand like this scar, it's it's pretty hideous. Like like we have called Greg Jekyll and Hyde for many years. <laughs> And the hide is the scar. Like yeah, this thing like, is like die hard with a vengeance. Yeah, it's a gross scar. Yeah. Actually, the plastic surgeon did a pretty good job because it was a gaping wound. I could put my tongue through it. I can't see it. It's like a one inch maybe thing. Oh, because I got the beard, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But it goes all the way down. It goes like down to there. But uh, he, he sliced my face. My poor mom has to get a phone. He's like, I stabbed my friend. I stabbed my friend. His parents wake up. I'm covered in blood on the, like, the landing of the split level house flight of stairs. Uh, he freaks out. The parents come out. They have to call my mom at 3 in the morning, tell her I've just been stabbed in the face. She has to meet us at the hospital. 
the uh, surgeon gets called. I, I was afraid to look at it. When I finally looked at it, I was like, <gasps> horrified. I was like, wow, I'll never be a teen model. And then um, got surgery, five and a half hours of microsurgery because you have so many nerves Back in your up. face. That was the moment that you thought you would not be no, a No, I'm kidding. That's just a joke. That is the moment. No, it's a joke. Come on. So, <laughs> so I had to go five and a half hours of microsurgery, tying all my nerves together. I had to do six months of physical therapy to get like the muscles in my face to work again. And I had to use a TENS unit, which is like these little electrodes that you attach to your face. Oh, it makes it bump, bump, bump. Yeah, it gets them to jump That's against like your face. That's like what Bruce Lee did with his abs. Okay, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, like your face quivers out and everything. And uh, I had to go to physical therapy, which was terrible because I'd be sitting there waiting in line. Somebody's like trying to learn how to walk again. And I'm going in there and making stupid faces when it's my turn. It's <laughs> trying to smile. But I only have like 80% use of the left side of my face. And I have a crooked smile, so people think I'm kind of, you know, shifty. Pictures but, or it didn't happen? And, uh, yeah. Do you have pictures we can I put have, up on the website? No, dude. On the Patreon no, website? If you're a Patreon, I'll you're going to get some scar. interesting pictures, by the way. You're going to get some pictures of Greg in his yesteryear. Yeah, with my, my scar. And my face swelled up for like three months. And the way my scar looked and the way the stitches were, when you got the stitches out, it looked like uh, the top of a football, football laces. Okay. And so when I would walk through high school, the halls, like the seniors would like walk by me and then puff their cheek to like make fun of me. They'd puff out one cheek and just like make fun of me like all the time. And then finally it went away. Any chance it called you scroll boy? No, but I had to like, I know it's like I was storing a cantaloupe in my face. And then uh, I couldn't play sports anymore or anything like that because I couldn't get hit in the face with anything. Oh, because like no like soccer kill you? ball deflecting. No, but it would just like fuck up all the nerve like the, in that because it was like super like not fragile I don't know what wait how long did you have that I got it when I was 13 and you've had it since you're 42 I'm 47 <laughs> fuck yeah so I've had it a long time you yeah. look so young yeah it's, it's a all sc- that clean it's a scarring yeah it's all the clean living <laughs> he, hey listen and I'd like a that's a great segue into today's sponsor Chevron clean living <laughs> brought to you by alcohol and brought mushrooms brought to you by Budweiser so that's my ghost story okay awesome now to flip it a little bit and and someday I'll tell my ghost story but what? not today I thought you were going to tell your ghost story no no so question for you yeah go ahead do you remember your first real girlfriend when I say real girlfriend not like you know, your eighth grade girlfriend that you were with for like a week. I'm talking about oh, like yeah, my real your girlfriend. high four school years. girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Four years. All yeah. through high school. Yeah. we Our Dick Tracy. Oh, that's funny. Me too. But the movie uh, Dick Tracy was our first movie, our first date. With Madonna? Yeah. And uh, Warren and Beatty. Warren Beatty? Yeah. That was our first date. God, it was a terrible movie. I remember, uh, I don't know anything about the movie other than I took my jean jacket off and put her hand on my uh, dick and then she gave me a hand job while... I had my denim, my stonewashed bleach denim jacket with the poison logo sewed into it. She gave me a handy. Whew. Yeah. Also 13. Super different than my first date with my girl, first girlfriend. It was totally terrible. It was like uh, we were having a, like a pool party. Like it was fucking, I'm a freshman, right? Because I, I met her in freshman and we all hung out and she was like a friend of a friend. And... I liked her big brain about stuck chemistry. Like, God, back in high school, I was really hot on chemistry. Is a Walter Wright thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I remember her um, f- from this day. And, and what's funny is like, uh, you know, you, you stay in touch in a little bit ways. I don't, uh, wait, hold on. Maybe I'll ask you back that up. Do you still yep. stay in touch with your first girlfriend? Yeah, we sure do. We okay. stay in touch. Like just genuine, like hi, hey, whatever. Absolutely. It's not like you're no, not, we talk about everything. Like, you're not zooming. You're not zooming her. on Thursdays, right? No, now, right? no, no, no. But just like once a month. You're on a social thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have less than that. Like I, you know, I probably my ex girlfriend probably um, my ex girlfriend um, my first girlfriend. You know, probably once a year type of thing talk. Um, but it's it's kind of fun to see like you know the others the other person's life that you were involved in for so long, right? Yeah, how it turns <sighs> out. Fuck, I have zero clue where all this was starting from and going from. You asked me if I remember Sponsored by day. Adderall. Well, my first real <laughs> girlfriend. In your oh, yes. So <laughs> that's it. Your first real girlfriend. And I have some notes here, folks. So um, Do you have notes, really, for yeah, counterpoints? I do. That you wanted to talk about? Look, like, oh, great, my God. Look at this. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, oh, what is your... First true, uh, what is your first true girlfriend doing right now? She is raising her daughter, single mom, and battling cancer. So not really working, but just in uh, fighting for her life. Okay, that was not what I expected, but um, it's it. That's the truth, right? And she always said she was going to get cancer because her mom had cancer. When she was in high school. She always said it. Dude, I, I've said this to Greg a million times. Like, there's something weird parallel with Greg. I love this guy, but there's something. It wasn't just the first time we met and we, hey, we both write books, right? But there was something weird, right? There was a parallel with you that I always loved. Even my wife, who's not met you, right? But it's like, oh, my God, she knows, right? And there is that thing. Um, so... My first girlfriend, and not, this is not to take over your first girlfriend thing, yeah. it's just to add to what the fuck you just said. Uh, so my first girlfriend is actually the director, um, the professor, the director of a cancer institute Jesus. at University of Utah. That's crazy. Right? Wow. <laughs> that's so though. I know it's on that side and that side, but that's pretty stupid. And I find that a lot with Greg. Um, if you're stupid... <laughs> you don't no, get wait, along with is Greg? that bad? No. Oh, God. oh God, we're ridiculous. Yeah, that was my first girlfriend, and then uh, my second serious girlfriend in high, in college. Um, she's now like a fashion designer, making a bunch of money. Mm. Like, like her last Facebook post I saw was like, "Only a few more hours left in this tax bracket." I think she sold something to Target that she designed. It's oh. like so she's she's set. So it wasn't her OnlyFans debut? No, no. She could have had that too. That could have been. I mean, hey, listen, more power to you. She was my college education. Like you said, you like the big brain on your girlfriend with the chemistry. Like this girl, she introduced me. She cultured me. Like everything that I know that's cool came from her. Nice. Yeah. Just a naturally curious mind, investigates, like just reads the best books, watches the best, not movies, films. You know what I mean? She's just awesome, awesome, well traveled, like just amazing. amazing and it's good person. that you still, you know, stay in touch, right? No, not really. We don't stay in touch, no. Because I was bad, and she knew it. It's uh, it's good that you guys send masturbation videos to each other. <laughs> Cut that out. No. <laughs> no, I do have some like girlfriends like that too. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, 
Good for a lot you. of fun Good FaceTimes. A lot of fun you. FaceTimes. Some of us don't get that. Some of us have been... Some of us are married. Yeah, married for yeah, a no, bit, a minute. Long while. Okay, so... It's a trade-off. Back to you. Recently, you got together with your old band. What, are you interviewing me right now? No. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I did. I went yes, home. I'm actually... Yeah. And how'd that go? It was good, man. We jammed, like, had the bass player who's now, like, doing session stuff in Nashville and touring with country bands. Like, he took time off and came back to play, and, like, we played a couple nights in a row, and it was awesome. Did it feel good? It felt great. We sounded awesome. Normal, like, back to the, the it boys. Sounded like, it sounded like we never, uh, we, we didn't miss a beat, man. It was great. And you were singing, right? I was singing, yeah. And I, because I felt like, because I worked in the karaoke bar, and I'm always, like, going to karaoke, and I'm always singing in the shower, so I always kept my voice in shape. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we sounded great. Band was tight. Vocals were on point. You know, it was good. Uh, we tried to do some stuff that was like a little out of our range. Uh, now that we're older, <laughs> chewed the voices. Give me, give, give, wait, hold on. Let's let's give the listener um, a, a good nugget here. Uh, so give us one bar from that song. Oh no, I don't want to do it. Come on, no, I'm have I've to. been vaping and stuff, and I don't uh, want to get a noise complaint. Hold on, I'll get the drums ready. Well, the one that we tried to do that was too hard doesn't even have drums. It just has like cymbal rolls. Uh, Love is on the way by Saigon Kick. Love is in the way. No, it's... Love is on the, the way. way. That one, yeah. Wait, didn't the dude um, from Saigon Kick, didn't Vince Neil kill one of the Saigon Kickers? No, that, you're thinking of Hanoi Rocks. Hanoi Rocks. The other, God uh, damn, Hanoi, Saigon. Yeah, yep. Always get my fucking Montana names messed up. Um, that band Mekong Delta is kicking ass and taking names off. Just kidding. That's terrible. Too soon? So anyway, Beethoven's favorite fruit is a banana. Oh, yeah. All right, so here we are, episode so, 54. Yeah. Um, yeah, went back, saw the band, saw my mom. Yeah. My mom, yeah. Was, she wasn't well, and now she's good, and we had a good time. We hung out. Uh, my buddy, my, my buddy in the band, my guitar player, bought me cowboy boots. How's that? I live in the West. I don't have cowboy boots. I go back to Massachusetts. Cowboy boots. Why do you? I mean, does he just feel like because like, he makes fun of my uh, morels because they look like slippers to him? He's like, you need some actual footwear. You, you got slippers. And on. he feels that cowboy boots. Are cowboy something. boots. Yeah, because he's like you know Bon Jovi, like rock and roll, covered in tattoos, boots, guitar, long hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, got me boots and, like, a cool podcasting uh, setup with, like, uh, headphones and another mic and stand. And I forgot that, so it's still there. Is that where you kind of learned your podcasting skills from? No, that was just trial and error. Uh, that was from doing Kid Amazing, uh, doing all my dialogue. Yeah, let's then... talk about Kid Amazing for a second. Okay. Let's give you a little plug, right, on my show. So here we are, Derek 106.5, and we're with Greg Studley, and he's about to fucking drop some science on you next year. Or the next year after that, you're going to be watching some Netflix and be like, God damn, Jason Bateman got fucking Ozark Point 2. Oh, you're talking about the show for Netflix or Kid yeah, Amazing? Yeah, no. The Netflix show? Well, I actually, we'll talk about both, but I was talking about the Netflix show first, right? Okay, that's what we're trying to sell to Netflix or Amazon or HBO Max. Like, uh, it's like a six-episode limited series. So, two I can't really talk about what it is, but two. it's a drama in the vein of Breaking Bad, Ozark, Dexter kind of stuff. Gotcha. It's going to be dark. It's a thriller, uh, drama. It's not comedy. It's the first thing my writing partner and I wrote that's not comedy. And it's probably our best thing. Well, you know, they say go against the grain, right? Yeah. Um, it's coming out great. So we're working on that. We've got episode two done. 
four more episodes to write. We got a producer in LA who likes it, and he's he's shopping it right now. Uh, and at the same time, we're uh, attacking Kid Amazing. Uh, we just recorded all our stuff from episode uh, three because uh, episode two is done. That's right. You You're haven't saying, heard that. Nope. I have that. <clears throat> nope. I'm waiting on uh, Stormy's dialogue. To. Uh, Stormy's been up in the news though, fighting all this stuff right now lately. So Stormy's been vindicated. Good job, oh, yeah. Stormy. Yeah, but she's right? going through like she's Everyone got that show, Dilf, right. the gay dating show, and stuff like that coming out. And God, she got a lot. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. Good so I'm just Stormy. waiting for her to get her dialogue done. We're gonna try to record it all at once and then release it. So it could take, I'd say, about eight months out. Listen, if she can't do it and like she break contract, I'll do it, bro. Okay, you'll be Stormy's yeah, voice. Yeah, I'll be Stormy's voice. I appreciate voice. that. Thank you, yep. buddy. Oh, 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 give it to me. She does have a lot of sexual innuendo lines. Oh, 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 I love that penis. (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the bet that we had that we made? But tell me about the bet. Last Super Bowl, so this is good timing. um, She calls me, I'm at work, or she texts me. Uh, So, listener from Australia, Super Bowl is this thing that we do here in America. It's like some throw this pigskin and stuff. It's bigger than Christmas. Yeah. Tom Brady is Jesus. Yeah. And uh, so she texts me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm at work. She's like, on the Super Bowl? I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? She's like, I'm at the Super Bowl. So anyway, she's going to do this paranormal investigation thing in Denver. And so she wants to get Full together. Circle. Here we go with the paranormal. So, we, so we, make a, we make a plan to get together, right? And I go, I go, hey, so when you get out here, uh, let's make a little bet. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, well, if my team wins and you're out here, I want thigh-high boots, fishnet stockings, garters, crotchless panties and a cupless bra she goes okay and uh i forgot what she said like she wanted if i won because it didn't matter because my team lost and she goes what size are you (laughs) wow what a pisser it was hilarious she's funny man and anyway she ended up it got delayed and then because her production crew was doing something and whatever and she never showed up and so we never got to do it and now she's married She's married. She got married like recently. What? Some guy that she knew like back in like way back when. But then I was like, does this ruin our chances? She's like, are you kidding me? We're swingers. We do that all the time. I'm like, sometimes I forget who I'm talking to. Yeah, right, dude. That's awesome. Um, oh, but okay. So yeah, we talked about that. What about Kid Amazing? Give, give us a little. Oh, shout you just out. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's gonna be good, man. Like eight months out from hearing it, I'll be releasing it eight months latest. I got a I got a new engineer. Uh, our former engineer is still doing all his characters and recording voices. He just doesn't have time to like put it together. So I hired another guy that's local. So and, and tell the uh, listener from Australia: uh, Is this for like uh, Zoom or no, it's podcast? Gonna be, it's going to be another podcast. It's, it's like not a podcast, right? In the vein of like a fifties radio drama, essentially a movie, like an Orson Welles type like, of yeah, very. Like that. Or um, like like uh, Mr. and Mrs. North or Lone Ranger, Dragnet, like the shows that you used to listen to in the fifties. And you'd so gather around the radio and you'd hear like right. car engines and like wind and sirens and people talking and footsteps and stuff like that with some music score. Yeah, it's like that. Nice. It's gonna be great. I wish I could play a clip, but I can't reveal anything yet. And um, again, for the listener. Uh, you, you you know Greg's done a lot of things the one thing he can't tell you but I can because I'm not breaking contract is that um, he may or may not be in the new bad boys <laughs> four bad boys four yep 
He might be the new detective lead sergeant agent guy, but cannot confirm or deny that. Yeah. You'll have to kind of listen to all these um, okay. iPods and maybe think. some of the... Actually, you know, where you might find some real truth and nugget, and I want to be real here, Greg. If you get to the Patreon page here on the uh, Cocktails and Dreams bar... <laughs> Counterpoints. Counterpoints. <laughs> thing, shit. Fuck. Um, you'll find out a little bit more. Find out a little bit more like this. This is episode 54 of the night I interviewed Greg, but... Yeah. We're supposed to talk about what you thought about your interview. Let's get that in here, by the way. What did you think overall? Like, how do you feel about it? I actually... I mean, even when I finally did listen to it, and I know that we're going back to that. because Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. We we started there, and then we went to a different path. Um, And that's okay. A strange path that we followed. That was my biggest, like, concern was ADD, and it reared its ugly head. Um, But that's okay. No, I thought it was great. I thought, I thought, you know... No such thing as ugly head. It's all beautiful. It's like pizza. Uh, that's what she said. It's no bad pizza. That's what she said. Um, so, Except for the little Caesars. Uh, that's what the cat said. That'll give you swollen corn. Fucking dogs. All right. So, um, I, I mean, overall, I'd give it, you know, an 8 out of 10. You did a great job editing the bullshit that, like, I fucked up, right? Because, I mean, you know, we're, we've had two or three waters at that point in time. <laughs> and the ice cubes are kicking in, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not talking about fucking, you know. Compton Ice Cube. I'm talking about like Montana Ice Cube. Those are kicking in, and you know it's fun. That's all good, and and um, you, you know we probably droned on about some stuff like tonight. Um, actually, we didn't drone. All this is usable um, for Greg's episode. So I, I thought it was wonderful. I, I you know um, as much as I told you earlier, I hate listening to my voice. I actually did listen to the whole thing. I was like, yeah, it actually worked. It's pretty funny. Like, I liked it. Yeah, I know. It was great. Uh, I thought it was compelling the whole time. I, I mean, was like, oh, tell me more. Right. The, the, you know, I, I've listened to all your episodes, and, and, and I loved all the, your former um, players. And, and they're all going to be on Counterpoints on Patreon. I'm going to go back and get everybody. Yep. Uh, this is episode 3.7. Yeah. Um, so, uh, any final thoughts? Got a couple hours, so yeah, I got a couple of fine thoughts. Oh, we can always do a part two. Something else comes up. Oh, there'll be a lot to come up. That's what he said. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I did want, we, we started on something, and then I, I feel like we have to finish on it, right? So, the 11 mile challenge. Oh, yeah. Let's oh, go. shit. Back to it. Right? ADD. Um, so I was in um, uh, New Mexico, I, and I was traveling there um, for my previous job. Okay. And um, I was down there, and <clears throat> as I went down, I, I like I, I I listened to podcasts and and things of ill repute, like this podcast. <laughs> um, and you know when you. You, you you moved on to the next thing and so I heard something I don't remember what it was on it was called the 11 mile challenge and they talked about going in your car and, and you have to go out in this weird wilderness and then you have to like do this chant and get naked and use pepper I didn't do any of that shit but um do <laughs> use pepper and you know so it's like come on it's like the stuff we talked about earlier with the paranormal like ah, you know i like i've been around some weird stuff but 
this is stupid. Like, you're going to go every mile and it's going to get worse. And there's demons on the side of your windows. And then all of a sudden your heater goes out. Like, I'm like, this is stupid, right? Yeah. So stupid that it was in my head for like three days. And so I'm down in New Mexico and I'm with a client and we're, we're finishing up dinner. And, um, you know, it, 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 New Mexico's uh, Albuquerque is pretty slow these days. Just pandemic wipes some stuff out. And they're like, hey, listen, I'm going to go home. Like, yeah, I'm going to head back up to my hotel, which is, you know, 30 miles north. And it was 830, so it was kind of early. So as I'm heading up, I'm like, oh, man, there's a crazy rainstorm. And I've been hit by lightning twice. I wonder if I can get hit the third time. Um, <laughs> you like seeking it out. Like, come on, let's bring do it, this. Bring it. Come on. Alec Baldwin can't kill everyone. So um, I was heading up there. That's Santa Fe related, just to clear. Um, so I was heading up, and uh, you know where I was at my hotel. It was like you know, kind of on the edge of, of Albuquerque. I'm like, you know, all I'm gonna do is go there and do stupid work. So let's do this 11 mile challenge. I'm just gonna prove <laughs> everybody wrong. Okay. So mind you, I just left this pretty big rainstorm as monsoon season in Albuquerque. And it was raining a lot, and it's coming my way, and. Um, it, to the side of the mountain that I've never been to. And I'm like, but this is a good place. This is exactly where you're supposed to get lost. Well, I didn't tell anybody I'm doing this. I just did it, right? It's right. Like so no one knows where you are. Nine o'clock at night. South. Correct. And I get out there and it's actually pretty beautiful. It's like kind of the Beverly Hills. Like uh, Albuquerque, this is like very nice houses and big stuff. Not a lot of lights. Um, found out later it was a reservation. But <laughs> you go through it and it's, you know, very dark and foreboding. Yeah, that's really like, oh, like you get those weird. Which like, is exactly, I'm like, I can't mess this up. Like this 11 challenge, mile challenge. Okay, so let me give you a little background. You're gonna do your own uh, wiki stuff, which is fine. Um, so if if you win this 11 mile challenge, whatever wish you get, whatever you wished, will come true. If you can make it, that's through what I was wondering. Miles. What did you get out of this? Okay, yeah. cool. Right. So um, the downside is, if you don't make it through it, you're gonna die. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's pretty... Pretty easy. extreme. Yeah. Right. Totally. No in-between. And all these YouTubers I watched that did the 11-mile challenge, they won. I'm like, God damn, YouTubers. Like, good, good on you. I can't believe you've edited your win. So, I'm like, this, this shit doesn't work. So, I went through... I found some of the rules. You can find them online. I'm not going to go through all of them. But they're stupid. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to start. And I have to just kind of say I'm ready in the car, right? And then... You have to shut off pretty much all your electronics, like your phone, your radio and stuff. Obviously not a car. But, and so I did that. And lo and behold, I'm in this kind of back alley woods. And what's supposed to tell you that you're starting is that you find a uh, um, uh, road, an uh, unpaved road. And I was on a paved road. But there was unpaved road on the right. And I'm like, oh, fuck, cool. This is it. I'm starting. So Turn off right. No one knows where I'm at. Just so we're clear. It's <laughs> 9 p.m. at this point in time. Because it's about a half hour from my hotel was at. Even though I was, though I was north. And um, there's a storm coming. So I, I turn off. I go down this road. And there's, you know, some kind of cool houses down here. I'm like, God, this really does kind of remember Beverly Hills and the, you know, the north Hollywood Hills. And um, it's just not an obvious expense. So these are probably $300,000 rooms. And going down there. And it leads me back to like the main town, which there's only one post office in the main town. I'm like, 
Well, but this was like 0.1 miles. Like, this wasn't my challenge. Right. Stupid. And so at that point in time, at 9.15, I probably should have turned around and went home. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Good. And then to the story. So I decided, you know what? Let's go up a little further. Maybe that dirt road or whatever will present itself. And not even a mile later, I'm up there. And again, not really much, many lights. And I'm on the back of the mountain. I can kind of see some stuff. But sure enough, dirt road. Like, I just run onto a dirt road. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my challenge has started. Yeah, 11 miles. Here we go, baby. So start my, you know, I, I can't have electronics, but I Get can. Get your odometer. Your trip meter. Exactly. So start that. Start going. And first mile no big deal like actually there was some houses over here like i i'm in things but i'm noticing that this dirt road is going up the mountain right and if anyone who's been to albuquerque and seen the mountains behind albuquerque you're gonna understand what i'm saying they're they're steep they're very drastic they're like telluride type of stuff right and but only right behind albuquerque not not to the plane just right behind albuquerque you've seen breaking bad so um get there and i'm going through in about mile two and that's when the road starts to get a little twisty right you go a little right a little left i'm starting to go up the mountains <laughs> at night let's re- yes let's remind everyone no storm. one knows where i'm at no one oh. my wife no one probably wouldn't have courage if you put your phone back on anyway correct my phone's off but that craig is correct on that point my radio's off like i can't have you my have no car i can only have my car that's the rules right and now at mile two I'm, I'm waiting for my heater to go out well it didn't go out so i'm like yeah fuck you this fucking stupid 11 mile challenge is stupid well so now i'm on to maybe mile three and everything's fine you're going switchbacks now i'm definitely going up the mountain it's still a dirt road and what i realized in like that four miles i'm like damn there's no one out here like it's kind of a national park i get i'm in a reservation but it's a national park like should be i was like yeah maybe it's that stupid fucking monsoon storm coming i don't know maybe people got out okay so get up i'm rolling through probably now about mile five and every mile something stupid is supposed to happen nothing has happened right just so nothing just so we're clear has happened and so it was mile six. Of course it was, right? Six, six, six. So mile six, I, I literally look at my odometer. Now things are getting a little weird. And I'm in my white Jeep. The, yeah, yeah. Right? So we have the same this view. motherfucking four-wheel drive monster. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, it's getting pretty bumpy. Like, you know, this is a true trail. The road's and starting to not be a road. I just, at mile six, I took a left. And it was not just a road, but it was a washed out creek now, right? So there's still some remnants of whatever monsoon came down that time. And like washed out the, the road. You could see it mill. And I'm like, I can't. I'm at mile six. I can't. I'll die. Like, I will die if I turn around. Like, that's the rules. I got to keep going. So I did. And I'm rolling my Jeep. Like, now... What I, I was, you know, probably going like three, four, five miles an hour up the switchback, right? It, it took a while. It yeah. took a while, and this gets worse. So, um, you know, at this point in time, I'm probably mile six, and it's ten. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's a little foggy because the storm's coming in. This, the the, the rainstorm I left like two hours early, and <laughs> this is horrifying. Yeah, go ahead. 
<laughs> and so, so I'm like, well, I, what do you do? I'm not going to die. So I keep going. So I'm rolling up this fucking um, switchbacks, and they are straight up boulders. <laughs> straight up boulders. Like, I'm not talking like crazy, like four, four, four by wheel Jeep with monster wheels, boulders. Those are crazy. But it was crazy. Like, I should not be driving up this. And I'm only at mile fucking seven. <laughs> yeah, you got four to go. Yeah, four to go. Where you are. It's getting worse. Correct. The rain's starting. So now about mile seven, I'm coming up. And I realize there should be people here. I'm passing a campground. There's a campground there, right? Right. As I'm halfway up the That's fucking kind of back of the mountain. Except no one's there. Right. What's really not reassuring is as I'm driving by the fucking thing, there's a sign that should be a speed sign. And someone did the black spray paint and put in a pentagram. No shit. Mile seven. I'm like, and, and, and everything in, in this 11 mile challenge is supposed to tell you, don't, they're, they're supposed to stop you. Like, ghosts are coming. Like, whatever. Like, everything. Pentagram. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's not, mile cause, se- not because Motley Crue is about to play. No. I sell four miles. So, still winding up this thing and i'm not kidding you at that point in time mile seven was probably 10 o'clock it took me another hour to get to almost 11 i'm at like 10 at this point in time and some crazy shit has been happening no ghosts on the side of my car sorry to report i saw that on unsolved mysteries and it happened on a reservation in new mexico but anyway yeah that's where i was but i was proving a point um and you know there were some crazy things and then all of a sudden i finally get to the 11 mile mark and i shit you not it had been foggy the whole way up i have no electronics right it's been foggy the whole way up but as i hit mile 11 all of a sudden the fog lifted and i looked to my left at the place i just came down and i'm at almost the top of this mountain and again if you've been to albuquerque you know the mountains i'm talking about if you see breaking bad you know there you go yeah i'm at the top of that fucking mountain because I could see all the way down to the and old Beverly Hills like where, where he buried the money, and then there's the mountains right there. Yep. yep. So for like those two hours, I slowly crawled up that mountain and did a lot of bouldering. And now I'm like, I what? I get my I get my shit. Like yeah, I fucking won, right? So I have to do the Austin Powers thing because where this goes, the the back of the road, it goes to a, a town behind Albuquerque, like Albuquerque's over here in this town, but. I haven't been down that road. I know how terrible it was coming up, <laughs> and now the rain is coming, right? And I'm like, not going back that way. Back. I might as well go back the way I know, right? Oh, okay. I'm not going to go the way I don't know because that could be worse than the way I just came Better up. Better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Sponsored by Adderall. Um, and so that's what I did. But I was on this little tiny dirt path road that no one knew where I was at. It's now 11 p.m. right and as i'm doing the michael myers um thing right the the when he was in the little luggage oh, yeah, cart yeah. right yeah, it, the, it was the, that, the that that's how tiny point turn right that's how tiny this little dirt road that i have to kind of turn around so i don't go that way i'm gonna go this way as i'm turning around and i'm almost ready i finally did it my 72 70 second turn my fucking radio goes on boom on its own. On its own and loud. Like, just straight, like, that, like, oh, my God, why is it so loud, right? Like, straight up. Scared the fucking piss out of me, right? Because I was still 
I beat it, but there were some weird things, right? The pentagram, there's some other, no ghosts or anything, right? But there was just some, it was so dark. Just eerie as fuck. Because how foggy it was, like as you're coming, these switchbacks, like I'm glad there was no one else up there because I probably would have, they would have wrecked into me. Like it's that foggy that you can see. Plus it probably would have been a murderer hiding a body up there. About that. So we haven't finished the story. Oh, shit. Sure. So, um, yeah. I don't so, know this story. Am I guessing No, right? that's why. That's okay. why it's a fun one. Um, oh, my God. So as I finally get turned around, right, and the fucking radio blast, and I turn my radio off, and I'm coming back down the fucking road slowly because now I'm going bouldering the other way. But at least I know the way. It's raining. It's not pouring. It's not like, like crazy like it was when I left four hours ago in Albuquerque. But as I'm coming down, right, and I'm going a little faster, and I know the roads, and I'm getting down, and sure enough, the the storm went crazy, but it went past me, so like it was, I was going slow, so it wasn't that really big a deal. But as I'm like a mile from where I know, I started the journey to to back to the pavement um, where everything started. I'm going down these switchbacks, and I'm going down a switchback this way. And my lights are only going, you know, probably five miles, right? So not very far. And, and by the time you hit switchback, that's about far because you can't see it's that dark. The switchback, out. yeah. And as I'm hitting that, I won't say last switchback because there's a couple more, but almost last switchback, there's a girl standing on the edge of the road, clear as day. I can see everything right now in my, and tell you exactly, she was wearing like these weird overalls, like, um, they're like uh, what the Pennsylvania and Dutch um, the people. Oshkosh thing. Yeah, or, okay. right. Um, but in, in just cream. But she wasn't looking at me. I could see her hair. It was styled. It was curly. She was looking down into whatever the valley was that I was switching back. And I'm like, uh, what do I do? I mean. Do you need a ride? Let's I mean, there's. On. So let me again preface that in this three fucking hour tour like the, the Gilligan tour right three hour tour um, so your wish was to bang some strange chick no not at all <laughs> we'll get to that in a second so um, but that would be that would be weird and crazy no but here, here's the fucking person I'm like dude I mean if you're out here and you just escaped the dungeon good for you I just went around the turn, turn and kept going I didn't stop Okay, yeah, I wouldn't have stopped. It was too, like, horror movie, right? Yeah, but I kind of, like, oh. And, and, and she wasn't looking at me. She was looking down at the thing. And so, you know, who knows what it was. I will tell you this, um, listener from Auckland. I did this, I, I, it's one of those things, like, the ghost story, I, I can't explain. Like, there's, there's no science other than maybe I was so paranoid and this has never happened in my life. Maybe I was so amped up that a tree looked like a, this girl with these cream overalls and a blue shirt, and she had curly brown hair, and she stood about 5'10". I guarantee, you know, that probably wasn't my brain. Um, but it could be, right? I can't guarantee one way or the other. And I just hope the best for her. I'm like, listen, I can't. I'm not stopping. That's... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, um... Plus you, the true crime rule, it's never a mannequin. You, you had one, you had 0.3 miles to turn around and, and tell me something's wrong. But you didn't. You stared out into the netherland. And she didn't signal you, she didn't flag mm-hmm. you down or anything. Nope. Did she move at all? 
So I, that's a great question. I don't really know. Um, in my head, it was so quick, but I, I can, re- of course, recall what she's wearing and stuff. I don't really recall that she moved. Okay. I wonder if it was like a... Oh, jeez, I don't know. I get done with that a mile later. I'm back on the highway, right? Back down to my... I'm heading to my hotel. And I'm just thinking, fucking what the fuck did I just do? I did almost four hours up the side of the mountain that no one knew I was going through. In a dark and storm. In a dark and storm. In a dark and stormy night. Right, dark and stormy night. And so, um, listeners, I I wouldn't suggest doing that. But I won. Now ask me what I won. What'd you win? Nothing. Straight bullshit. What was your Fucking wish? Bullshit can story. Is it? Can we wait on the wish? It hasn't arrived yet. It hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. It could be. You know, there's supposed to be a, a um, you know, at least like a ten year curse thing. But I'll tell you, I've had some bad luck lately. <laughs> so I don't know if that's related to it, but. Yeah, I don't mess with it anymore. After that whole Ouija, I don't even mess with it. Like, my roommate, like, when I had my roommate, he got a Ouija board. I'm like, get that out of this apartment right now, dude. And he did. My wife did that. She hated it. I got a Ouija board as a joke, and she, I, I literally had to go to uh, the park down the street and throw it. Yeah, dude, I got, I got stabbed in the face because of Parker Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Like, you don't mess with it. I don't mess with it. I don't put my hand to it. I don't. So, in your last... 42 years? Seven. 47 years on this earth. Yeah. Funny that we're both all the first seven, too. Oh, no, I'm 48. Sorry, I'm older. But um, what is one thing that you regret? What's the one thing in 47 years that you regret? Not to get deep or philosophical. Yeah, no, I mean, one thing, there's a million things. Right. That's why it's hard to get one thing, right? Yeah, like the biggest what was one. the wor- like the craziest? Not the worst, actually. It shouldn't even be the worst. I mean, it could have been learning point. Could have been like, dude, had I said a little louder, I could have been Gilbert Godfrey. Like what? I mean, the, my mind just. I mean, this isn't the the biggest one. I've talked about this on the podcast, but literally on that game show, when I said. Africa after I said it could it should have been South America <laughs> and I said Africa anyway like I could have won a bunch of money I mean and I just like it was just like national television everybody saw it that I know I was getting Facebook messages from strangers like hey Greg I saw your dog eat dog thing bummer you uh, lost <laughs> like, Jesus Christ dude it's like awful it's like my Casey at the bat moment I felt like everything uh, and just yeah everything kind of went south after that I don't know I think there's a really good point in that, and I think every single person, including all your listeners, including all your Patreon listeners, those guys, they know it. They've all had that point, and I think that's important for us as a society, actually, to kind of call out and say, dude, we've all been a dumbass at some point yeah, in time. Yeah, but that's how you, that makes you who you are and teaches you. Yeah. Don't right. don't let that define your life ever. Yeah, right? it, it doesn't. And, and, and I'm not saying like, it does for you. I was just, when, oh, yeah, yeah. when you brought that up, I'm like, that's a really good point, right? But I'll tell you this, like, you know what I regret is like that last two months when I was trying to help somebody out because I learned, you know, like the property manager was yelling at me because of the scene that was made when the cops were here and everything. And he goes, right, folks, he goes, he goes, um, like this, he goes, he goes, Greg, he goes, look what you did. You try to do something good, and it came back on you. So basically, the lesson learned was... Don't do anything Yeah, good. it was the opposite of every lesson I grew up learning. 
it's like every TV show that had the moral of the story and everything that was like good. Like I was told by everybody I know, what are you doing? Don't try to help. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. So now we jumped ahead because of ADD, but now you have to give the listener a, just a brief overview of what you're talking about, why you even had that last conversation because they have no idea about the, the guest. Bless your to heart. do a good deed, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but she it, was a little, a little wacko, right? Yeah, a lot, a lot. What's that? One of those? Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, well, we're at an hour and twenty. Well, this is Greg's episode. This is episode. <laughs> this is episode fifty-four, right? Yeah. Greg's episode. Um, and we're here talking with Greg about a lot of Greg, right? Um, Greg's had a lot of... We've done a lot of chance. We've done a lot of chance. Well, no, absolutely. But I think this should, would be fun if actually you had an episode on there. I think people would be actually very excited to well, hear... I had the Buck interviewed me episode. Yeah, that's you know, true. And I, I, I told you the ghost story and stuff. And then my recent uh, freedom. I feel like William Wallace, you know, celebrated with the Avatar, freedom. like I said. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where everything's at right now, folks. Um, this has been Chance on Counterpoints and uh, we might come back and do some more we'll see what happens but for an uh, hour and 20 we're going to leave it there right now and uh, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for subscribing on Patreon I'm Barbarians just, yes. and uh, we'll see you next time you want to say bye Chance? Uh, bye Chance by Chance do you want to say goodbye? by Chance I would like to say bye um, appreciate uh, y'all and um, have a good night and um, more stories to come All right, see you guys. Cheers. Cheers.